0: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. All right, St. Louis inside. sports with uh, Ben Fredrickson, St. Louis Post-Dispatch hey, Dispatch Dispatch. Dispatch columnist. Good morning, Ben Fred.
1: Hey, good morning, McGraw. How are you?
0: Uh, good. Don't look now, the Blues have won three in a row. Hey, they're four games
1: above 500 for the first time since 2022. So I don't know about you, but I'm clearing my uh, calendar for a uh, for a parade. Um, but, no, in all seriousness, to get the uh, win at Vancouver on Wednesday in overtime was a resilient win. Um, they go and play Seattle tonight and then back home against L.A. on Sunday. Look, McGraw, they got like a 8.9% chance of making the postseason. Um, it doesn't feel like there's some magical run coming, but they're getting outstanding goaltending some of these Young guys are are playing, you know, are playing better. Um, Walker, neighbors, and that's encouraging about the future. So they're making things interesting, and, and they're giving a good representation here lately to Drew Bannister, the interim coach. So that's good. I was
0: looking at this, the 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 playoff picture the other day. They're like ninth, right? They're only a couple points out of ninth. So I mean, I I know I was surprised that you said their their percentage is so small to getting into the playoffs. Um, I mean, they're they're kind of right there, aren't they?
1: They just they just don't have the numbers that project well enough to to think this is going to be somewhat sustainable. pending, yeah. which has been great, can change that, um, and we've seen obviously how that can uh, make a team that gets into the playoffs one that that wins the whole thing. So the way Jordan Bennington and and Hofer are playing, you, you never say never, but uh, it's it, you'd have to squint to see it now. Now if they they turn this three game winning streak into five, six, seven, then those numbers start to improve pretty drastically but but looking at the the projections not 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 in great shape yet maybe they can make it a little bit interesting I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see more before uh-huh. they won three games in a row they lost three games in a row so so we'll see they are playing more competitively more often lately the defense has been much improved they got to continue to find ways to score Um a lot of shorthanded goals which is impressive but hard to sustain. So um, more competitive, good signs. You want to see them finish strong. I think it's still a little too early to talk some sort of postseason push.
0: All right. So you got uh, the Kraken tonight, and then you got uh, then the home against the Kings on uh, Sunday. We'll see what happens. We'll talk to you about it on uh, Monday. Uh, you know, don't look now, but I know, I know we touched on it Monday, but um, another week goes by, and there's still a whole lot of pitchers out there, a whole lot of free agents in baseball who are just waiting for the phone to ring.
1: All the Boris guys. It's like uh, Scott Boris is doing his annual uh, hold, hold out. Um, so we'll see when when his clients start getting restless. But, you know, Blake Snell, um, Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, all these guys are um, are Boris clients, and they're all unsigned. The assumption, which would be wrong, is going to be that they're all going to have to settle for, you know, below-market deals. That, that doesn't happen. Look at how Bryce Harper played his and, and how things worked out for him. Look at – um, how some of the other Boris clients have gotten big deals by waiting, waiting, waiting. Somebody gets an injury maybe in spring training, and all of a sudden the the value goes even up more for some of these guys. But some of these players are going to have to take smaller deals. I mean, look at Jock Peterson grabbing a one-year deal with Arizona. Um, look at Chris Hoskins grabbing a, a short-term two-year deal with the Brewers. So, man, if you're looking for pitching, there's still a lot of starters left. Um, there's also still a lot of relievers left, and the Cardinals have said they're still shopping for bullpen guys. McGraw. I think they need to add one more guy who's got some high leverage experience to this bullpen. Um, this bullpen should be better. If the guys can make quality starts in the rotation, it should have to do less, which should make it better. I still think they need like one more guy with some high leverage experience for, for reasonable fans to feel like this team you know, did, did enough to have a good shot at improving next year. I'm not so
0: sure that the owners are going to come around this time. Um, you know, with these analytics, they show that younger players are better than older players, giving money to a, to a pitcher for what he's done as opposed to what he can do. You know, there's one too many Jacob deGrom contracts out there that these owners are just eating that I, I, at some point the owners are going to get smart and say, well, it's just not worth it.
1: Well, I think that uh, one thing we've learned time and time again is that elite guys will get paid. Um, markets have gotten tougher for guys who are kind of in that middle range. Um, and But the guys who are at the top or close to it of every class tend to make the money. Um, that's that's being proven. It was just proven with Shohei Otani, who got a gargantuan deal from, from the Dodgers. Um, we saw Aaron Nola get a pretty pretty good deal with Philly. He signed very early, didn't want to
0: wait.
1: Right. Um, resigned to go. But, you know, what is I think Blake Snell is going to get paid. I think Jordan Montgomery is, is probably going to get paid. Now, what happens for, you know, a Corey Kluber? What happens, you know, you had to see you saw Jack Flaherty sign a one-year prospect deal with Detroit. What's going to happen to Syndergaard now? That he's a free agent again. Some of these guys who maybe used to be automatic, you know, 3-year, 5-year deals, they're now getting kind of pinched a little bit. And I, and I think that does speak to how older players project, um, how how some teams are just not as willing to throw some of that money around. It's a tough time to be a middle-tier guy. Um, young guys are getting paid to lock up and, and delay their free agency years. Top-of-the-line guys are are always going to get paid. That's That's why baseball refuses a salary cap, because they count on their elite players to continue to drive the prices up for everybody, but the middle range is uh, feeling the pinch. I think more in modern times than,
0: yeah. than in years past. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, real quick, uh, Ben, Fred, hold that thought. I got a question. Ben, Fred, uh, Slew has their issues. Mizzou has their issues. Um, any problem with uh, Travis Ford? Think he'll think he'll survive this? What's going on?
1: Yeah, I think it's a fair question. Um, I don't think is in a rush to, to make any declaration about Travis's future. I think they were hoping they were going to come home and win some basketball games and to come back to Chaffetz and drop that game against Davidson, um, a team that struggles to score to have a defense collapse. That's bad. It's bad right now, McGraw. The, the The team looks disorganized at times. Its defense is one of the worst in the country. And I think – and I wrote about this for today's paper – The difference between Mizzou and SLU right now is Mizzou's having a terrible season, too. These two teams have combined to win one conference game so far. Mizzou can point to a very optimistic recruiting class that has just signed. Um, Gates is already working on his 2025 class. Travis has signed one three-star recruit for this incoming class and has no other commitments on the books. I, I don't know where the proof is that things are going to get better quickly. Um, I feel like in year eight, this is the kind of year you really have a hard time overcoming. And there's not a lot of signs on the court right now that this team is, is building in a more encouraging direction. So this is going to continue to grow. Um, That Davidson loss was brutal. The Chaffetz Arena crowd is not looking great. And it seems to me like slew fans are really kind of dividing into two camps. There's those who are very loyal to Travis um and, and and saying hey look there's been some good seasons before this and there are other folks who are saying it's year eight this guy's got one trip to the nc tournament it was years ago and it was a loss and this this season is off the rails so i, I think slew's in for a pressure cooker of a finish here and and i don't know how right now unless something improves or there's more optimistic games ahead that that the administration feels great about running this back
0: yeah yeah um yeah well they, he's had some interesting years and some tough luck and some off the field problems that weren't his fault and everything else. So it's been a you know interesting eight years for the poor guy. Uh, all right, uh, Ben Fred, we got uh, two football games this weekend. Uh, who do you think? I'm not going to ask you who you're rooting for. Who do you think's going to be in the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> well, I never ever ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. You know my my rule. I tried to talk to Josh about this. He was he wouldn't listen to me, and and then I hope he didn't put any money on it. But he was because he would have been wrong. So I will. Uh, I will continue to bet on uh, on Patrick Mahomes. Um, and, and it sure seems like I'm not Mr. NFL, as you know, but it sure seems like the 49ers are are a pretty pretty good team. They got a pretty impressive story at quarterback too. but I' tell you what, um, the Chiefs, they have problems. They do dumb things to themselves, and yet they still are in this position to potentially win another Super Bowl. They got the best quarterback in football still they got a defense that is a lot better than it was in the past and they've got receivers that are have been basically been terrible all season and at some point i think these guys are going to not be terrible for a game and if it happens in the biggest game of the year well then then that might be the right timing for the chiefs they're they're not fully reliant on the offense now cuz the defense is better i think that gets overlooked
0: yeah i uh there's a lot of people betting against the uh, the chiefs they're, they're they're the underdogs in this game <laughs>
1: people well, people are sick of uh, some people. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'm not offended by Taylor Swift. But some people are really sick of the Taylor Swift storyline, I think. Um, you know, they, they know she's become pals with uh, Mahomes' wife, and they don't like, for whatever reason, that it makes some people angry. It them is weird. The it is a,
0: there is a weird hatred towards towards <laughs> Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, who cares? It's a it's a two-second clip after he makes a catch. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Right. Any. yeah.
1: I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, as opposed to seeing what, um, some fans jumping up and down, like it's the same thing. Um, I I don't quite understand it. I don't know if some of it's politically motivated. Taylor Swift is is pretty outspoken Um, on the left side of the spectrum. I'm sure that's, that's, that's probably part of it. Um, There's all kinds of crazy takes about celebrities and, and, and and all the kind of messaging they have. I I don't know. I, I honestly just think it's, it's people not liking the Chiefs winning, which I can understand. You get tired of seeing the same team win all the time. if right. You're not a fan of that team. But the the, the anti-Taylor Swift stuff seems a little a little uh, weird to me. If you're that angry about Taylor Swift, I, there might be something going on in your own life that maybe you
0: need to sort out. Yeah, if you're throwing things at the television because they're, <laughs> they're showing Taylor Swift after he makes a catch, you, you, you might want to take a step back and sort of reassess I, 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 your life.
1: I think it might be an opportunity though. Look, like we for the these big games you get now all these alternate streams, you know, where you have like if you want to watch the game with coaches, you can right. watch it. If you want to watch the, like the analytics driven or there's the traditional model. Maybe they should just do an all Taylor Swift cam and then and then also offer one on like ESPN2 or something that's like no Taylor Swift. It's like the Swift-less list Broadcast where they never mention her, they never show her. But then you could have another one that's just literally just her. Wa- You're just watching her watch the game. Maybe a, it's like a, a picture
0: in picture. And Swift there's a marketing
1: cam? opportunity in here.
0: A Swift Cam? You think that? You think a Swifty Cam? I think so. Yeah. 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 No, I don't know what
1: you would call the non-Swift Cam though. The slow Cam. I,
0: guess. I it, it's I'm with you. There's some weird sort of. <laughs> People are just up in arms. I was like, okay, you know, I, I don't care if they show her. I don't care if they don't show her. Right. I don't. Is that really, I, you yeah. know, whatever.
1: The part it's, of it makes it worse is like the broadcasters can't go thirty seconds without talking about her. Like Tony Romo is like obsessed, and it's like <laughs> that's not her fault. Like she, right. she's not right. asking she, Tony Romo to mention her every thirty seconds. Right, he's choosing to do that.
0: Right, she's just going to the game to watch her boyfriend. What's <laughs> what's the big deal? It's weird. <laughs> I don't know, man. We all got we all got frozen fog. Haven't seen the sun in three weeks, brain or something. Uh
1: ben Fred, yeah, it's it's strange, but it's it, the NFL loves it. I'm sure they are enjoying the yeah. uh, the new fans. And, and and if you really want to be a conspiracy theorist, bet on bet on the the refs taking that into account. So the Chiefs seem to get every lucky break, and I'm sure they'll continue to. Uh, uh,
0: real quick, how how are my socks?
1: Well, they're they're good. um They're in my truck. I, I've got the ones I haven't worn. I'm going to deliver them to you. I well, just keep the haven't socks. done it yet. Keep
0: the socks. I'm not. Oh, I'm not, the not, whole thing. I yeah, just yeah, yeah, I used. no, 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 no. Keep them all as a small token of my <laughs> appreciation. Who's up? Uh, kind
1: of like once the once the seal is broken on the sock, pack, yeah. You I don't, don't want, them. Any I don't want them,
0: them. I don't want them back. I don't want them back. Who's your uh, sponsor, Ben Fred? <laughs> well, it's not
1: socks, but it is great fried chicken. Sunday Best. Check them out sundaybestchicken.com. You can go down and see them in person at 4101 LeClebe. They do brunch. They do dinner. They do happy hour. Or you can get it delivered. They'll also cater. So if you've got an event coming up, maybe a Super Bowl party for your business or just want to get the neighborhood folks together, check out sundaybestchicken.com. Great original, great hot and spicy options, sandwiches, tenders, all that good stuff. Check them out
0: and uh, know that it's the best chicken in town. Check them out, sundaybestchicken.com. Ben, Fred, thanks.